Hey girl, this is the last chunk of the stress series here on the podcast. If you have been following along at all, we are in the middle of talking about stress. And so because this is the last little bit in the stress series, I wanted to do something a little different and have something special for you guys. So I had an amazing discussion slash interview with integrative herbalist, Miss Amy McKelvey. She is the CEO and founder of supplement company, Her Vital Way, um, among so many other amazing things, which you will hear more about in this podcast episode. We are diving into so, so many good things. This talk ended up being a little long, so I am breaking it up into two parts. This week, we are diving into the benefits of just using herbs and that practice of being out in the garden and connecting with nature and grounding ourselves, connecting with ourself, and just the benefit that that has on really helping us get to that true root cause of our issues. So I hope you stay tuned for today's episode. It is going to be so good. And please stay tuned for next week because next week we are going to be diving into all of the actual herbs that she works with and the amazing benefits of each of those herbs and how they work to help improve not only your stress, but also pelvic floor issues. So she will be diving into some herbs that will help with your interstitial cystitis and urinary urgency. IBS, constipation, pelvic pain, vaginal lubrication, um, so many amazing conditions that these herbs can make a huge, huge impact on. So stay tuned for today and next week. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement and nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast, where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey friend, we are back with another week in the stress series on the Balanced Momtality podcast. This is the last week in the stress series. I hope you have caught the last few weeks where we dove into a lot of amazing things. Um, But this week, because it is the last one, I have something special for you. And we are doing something new here on the Balanced Momtality podcast. I've been wanting to have an interview on here for a while. And I have been 
been so eager to bring Miss Amy McKelvey to you guys. She is an integrative herbalist and natural products consultant passionate about sharing herbal knowledge. Her work is focused largely on promoting a proactive approach to wellness that advocates listening to the body and weaving in the herbal traditions of generations of women healers to our meals and medicines of the everyday. In her work with local community groups, holistic practitioners, and mental health experts, Amy helps to shine a light on the tangible effects that cultivating a deep connection to the land and the natural world of plants has on easing stress and just mitigating chronic disease risk. Amy is the founder and chief energizing officer of Her Vital Way, a practitioner-recommended wellness brand that sells non-GMO, clinically validated herbs and supplements at efficacious dosing direct-to-consumer. A mother of two fiercely fabulous daughters, an avid gardener, chicken mama, as well as a consumer advocate, Amy has been featured in Shape, Seventeen Magazine, Wander Wellness Magazine, Whole Foods Magazine, Vitamin Retailer, Yoga Diet, Digest, Natural Practitioner, Natural Solutions, Skin Inc., and on numerous blog and podcasts. Uh, Needless to say, Amy is a rock star, and I am so, so thankful that she is on our podcast today. We are going to be diving into so many amazing things when it comes to managing your stress and just overall the benefit and overall wellness improvement that we can have from connecting to the earth and learning more about these herbs and it's just such an amazing interview. I am so excited for you guys to hear and learn more from Amy. So let's just dive right in. Amy, I am so glad that you are here on our podcast, The Balanced Momentality. It has been in the making for a few months, and I'm so glad you took the time out of your busy schedule. The holidays are crazy, but I'm so glad we made this work. Um, I just want to jump in and tell me a little bit about your story and what got you into being an integrative herbalist and got you doing the amazing work that you are doing now. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm thrilled to be on your podcast. As you know, I'm a fan. Uh, I really love the work that you're doing. I believe passionately in it. And, uh, you know, more women need to hear about um, pelvic floor work and know that there are PT specialists out there to help them. Uh, I know for me, after my second daughter was born, I went to a pelvic floor specialist because my um, OBGYN recommended it. And that was the first time for me that I knew there was even, um, you know, to be quite honest, like just having the verbiage and talking about my pelvic floor. And it was very empowering for me. And so thank you for the work you're doing. I'm excited about this conversation. And uh, when women share, we all benefit and we We all need to remember that. We all need to remember that. It's incredibly powerful and very, very healing to share. Um, So yes, I'm an integrative herbalist. I uh, was raised by a woman who loved plants and loved plant medicine and was an avid gardener and always grew an abundance of things in the garden that we shared with the whole neighborhood. Um, And I've just grown up, even my grandparents, all of my grandparents gardened. And when you garden and you work closely with the earth, you develop a very strong relationship with plants. And I think that's something that we all desperately need, especially now. Uh, Plants are our allies. They are our um, friends and they're here to support us. And um, the more that women know that, the better um, 
the better that we show up in our lives and in the world, um, because the world can be a difficult place and people can be quite frankly, disappointing. But I will tell mm. you, plants have never disappointed me. Um, and I don't say that to be, you know, like a negative, you know, nilly. Um, people are also beautiful and wonderful, but life is raw and emotional and it is a journey. And it is, um, there are times that it's fraught with emotional distress and just hardship after hardship. and and plants can help us through those times. And so um, I decided that I wanted to know more than just sort of, um, you know, my my family um, knowledge of plants. I wanted to go beyond that. I wanted to study plant medicine. I wanted to know why they work the way they do, how they work. I wanted to know um, the best group of plants, you know, for stress, for example. Um, at the time, you know, very honestly, what propelled me to go into herb school, and I went to the California School of Herbal Studies, uh, which was founded by Rosemary Gladstar and is in Northern California in Sebastopol and is a phenomenal herb school for anyone that is looking um, to explore plants and plant medicine further. I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, but what led me there is I had been doing marketing for years and working with a lot of natural products companies and I just felt this strong need to talk about plants more and to not focus on making money for businesses and for individuals that already had a lot of money. And I felt like I was getting really far away from my life's purpose and my life's passion, which is to help women and to really connect women and plants more. Not that I don't care about men, I do. I'm married, I've been with my husband for 28 years. I love men, but I was raised by a single mom. And you know, quite honestly, we're, we're in a world that still just doesn't really understand women and doesn't focus on women enough or, or do studies on women yeah. enough. We are still such a mystery to science mm -hmm. and to the world. And and, and that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. I have two daughters and I want more for them. Um, and so my, my focus has really been like, you know, I'm going to kind of balance that a little bit and I'm going to really focus on women. Um, and I've done that through plant medicine. And so what brought me to California School of Herbal Studies is this strong desire to take a break from the corporate world, which I feel has a lot of um, toxicity and isn't always supportive mm -hmm. of women and of mothers in particular. And I wanted to just immerse myself in plants and um, learn more about them. And at the time, my very best friend in the whole world was um, fighting stage four breast cancer. And so I was raw. I had mm -hmm. a lot going on. I was angry for her that more hadn't been done to yeah. find it sooner, given that she had a family history. I had so many emotions pumping through me. And I chose to just listen to those emotions and let them guide me towards change and guide me toward the plants. And I haven't looked back um, after I did that intensive at the California School of Herbal Studies. Um, then I went back in house and um, even through my marketing was talking about herbs um, all the time, but for other people. And then one day I just decided uh, my best friend was very close to leaving um, this earth. And um, I don't like to say losing her battle with cancel because she fought valiantly and there was mm -hmm. nothing about what she did that was, um, you know, that she failed. It was really our society that failed her. Um, okay. And I just thought I got to do more. And that's, that's, that's when I gave birth to her right away. I wanted to create a direct-to-consumer brand where I could incorporate the herbs and supplements that I have used in my life that have helped me at critical times of change 
that I don't know how I would have gotten through the things that I did without the herbs. I wanted to share that knowledge with women and I really wanted to bridge the gap because there's these two camps, right? There's women that use a lot of herbs and you know, whatever you want to call them, hippy dippy, funky, you yeah. know, herbal mamas, whatever. And then there are women the that don't. And yeah, exactly. There are women that would never use an herb for anything. They don't drink tea. Um, they go to their doctor for every little thing and they're very comfortable with conventional medicine. But, mm -hmm. you know, plants scare them or they wouldn't even think of plants. And I wanted to bridge that gap because, you know, so many of our medicines in, in um, pharmaceuticals, their origin is is uh, is plant based. It's just then they're synthesized and and that constituent is created in a lab then. But the motivation and the science all comes from an action that a plant has, a phytochemical. Um, mm -hmm. And so we would need to all get comfortable with plants again and we need to turn to them um, regularly uh, because it increases our enjoyment on, in this world, in this beautiful gift of a life. And I just think it's a crime for people not to know about plant medicine. <laughs> to be, not to be melodramatic, but that's that's really I get it. how I feel. So that's a little well, that's a little snippet of how I got to herbal medicine. <laughs> I just love it. And I love hearing your story. You know, we chatted um a few months ago on kind of how we wanted this podcast to go and what we wanted to talk about and something mm -hmm. we did dive into that I just kind of want to bring up because I just think it's such an amazing piece of your journey and the amazing work that you're doing for women because you know as you said there is such a discrepancy um, between working with women and that support for women and just even the uh, knowledge and awareness of our own bodies and oh, yeah. what our own bodies need and I can totally resonate with you on that passion and just almost I feel like a responsibility now that I know mm -hmm. this information to just, you know, spread that word as far as it will go, because mm -hmm. it is something I think that every woman really, really deserves to have that knowledge about their own bodies. Um, and there is so much out there on men. Um, mm. But just another, you know, the piece I think that was so neat when we chatted earlier was um, this, and you can elaborate on it, but you had mentioned going and just being more of like um, helping women in person create herb gardens, you know, and actually like, yeah. okay, I don't know if it was before her mm -hmm. vital way was created or if you're still doing some of that. But I sure. just thought that was such an amazing, um, really, you know, practical thing. Cause like you said, it's such, it's such a art and um, mm. a practice that has been lost. And it is something yeah. that was very um, prevalent in, especially, you know, the female woman's side of how our societies have been ran for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, we really Absolutely. had that knowledge of healing mm. and working with the earth and the plants and really knowing them and knowing our bodies. And unfortunately, you know, that's been lost. And so I just mm. think that's such an awesome thing that you're doing, because personally, I am like, I would love to be able to do that. <laughs> but there is such a, um, you know, so many barriers now and you add all the stress and stuff and not 
personally yeah. being someone who has a super green thumb, like it takes effort. <laughs> and, yeah. and so it was something that, you know, my husband's honestly more of a, a gardener than I am, but mm-hmm. um, it's just something that I think is so neat because having someone like you, I would love to have you come and help me build an herb garden. Well, I would, I will come. Now, you know right? what? Let, let's schedule it. And you know what? Practical schmactical. Like, you know what? It's overrated. <laughs> I'm a big believer in doing what things that are that. very impractical. Yes. Um, yes. I love, I love gardening. If I could spend every day out in my garden, every minute of every day, I would. And when my girls were younger, it was my sanity because I figured out if the girls were out in the garden with me, they were happy. They weren't fussy. Mm-hmm. They weren't as needy. And so the garden became the playground every day with my girls. Um, but, you know, like I said, coming from being raised by um, such a passionate gardener and my father is a beautiful gardener and my grandparents, I just was surrounded by it. And at a young age, got to spend a lot of time in gardens. So even when I was just working in the corporate world, I still gardened and I still was showing other women how to start you know, even if it's just when I lived in San Francisco, just having, you know, a few plants, um, some herbs, culinary herbs, you know, mm-hmm. all of the culinary herbs are powerfully medicinal, um, mm-hmm. having their own kind of nerving herb, you know, having like a lemon balm, something so easy to grow that's calming to the nervous system. Just having these little, you know, these little plant friends around you, you don't have to have a massive amount of land. But if yeah. every every family, every woman had their arsenal, if you will, you know, their herbal allies just out their door that they could go snip and um, crush in their fingers and get the aromatherapy, even that alone mm-hmm. is extraordinary that. for people. We all, we desperately need to get grounded. We're inundated every day by bad stories negative stories um, by the worst of human nature. And plants remind us that all of that is not the true full story. There is so much beauty to behold. And by staying in the moment and connecting with plants, I mean, one of the things I do with a lot of my clients is I say, I just want you to sit with plants every day. You know, Take away the, I, the, you know, the herbal tea infusion that I want you to do or the tinctures or the cooking that I want you to do with herbs. The very first thing I want you to do is to put your phone away, sit next to a plant, whether it's in a park or your own yard, even if it's, you know, something larger like a tree, just sit in nature and observe and let nature in. I feel so bad for nature sometimes, you know, she's here to help us and we just shut her out at, you know, at every mm-hmm. turn we're shutting her out um, and ignoring her and not listening to her. And when you sit with plants and you touch plants, you change. Um, and they've studied this extensively in some cultures. They are really passionate about it. Like Japan, we all hear things, you know, thrown about like forest bathing, but really and grounding, mm-hmm. you know, this idea of just letting nature in and sitting with plants and observing them, look at the leaves, look at their structure, feel the stem. Does it feel square? Is it round? You know, crush the leaves in your fingers and smell it. Um, watch it move in the breeze. Like just look at the character of the plant and and get to know it. And there's mm-hmm. an extraordinary amount that can be gleaned from that. You know, our blood pressure um, lowers and cognitive function goes up and um, stress hormones drop and our breathing becomes um, deeper and more regulated. All of these physiological things happen 
But then even more importantly, what I'm deeply passionate about is energetically we change. And we change because we're seeing beauty and we're connected to plants that have evolved along with us for thousands and thousands of years. They are our friends. They are our mm -hmm. medicine. Um, so setting up a garden for a woman, you know, um, doing, a, um, a, you know, just a quick like intake on, well, what is it? you are having problems with the most? Do you have trouble sleeping? Do you have digestive issues? Are you stressed? You know, is anybody not stressed? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, finding out oh, what's going on yeah. in their lives and then creating a small garden to support that. Like I cannot think of a more beautiful, important thing to do for somebody. And um, it's so easy. And there are many plants that are perennial and they come back and they take so much abuse and cold weather and, they're resilient and they come back and they're beautiful and they remind us of the magic of life. And, you know, to see my garden right now in, in Northern California and this morning it was 45 degrees, which I know for a lot of the country is warm. But for me <laughs> being a California native, it's like burr. And I go mm -hmm. out in the garden and I see my plants starting to, you know, most of them have died back. And um, the garden looks kind of barren, but it's still beautiful to me. And I know that in the soil, so much important work is happening. And mm. um, and it's just, there's, uh, there's so much that I learned from my garden, right? Like I can't always be in bloom. I can't always have a gorgeous flower. Exactly. Um, every stage of my growth is beautiful and is important and is necessary. And I'm gonna pay attention to all of it and nurture all of it. And that's what I want women to do and what I want everyone to do. And plants remind us to do that in such a beautiful way. Um, so to be able to go out and say, oh, I don't have to run to the store. I don't have to get Instacart. I don't have to buy chamomile tea. I can go out and get it in my garden. Or better yet, I can harvest it when it's in full glory in the summertime and I could dry it and then I have it all year round. Um, mm -hmm. Just the joy, the medicine, the benefits that come from that are, um, there's just no way to calculate. And I can just say from a lifetime of doing it and I'm a very happy, healthy person mm -hmm. and, and that has taken work, but I work with my plants and together we do it and together we show up for life and for the people that we love in all the best ways. So I love women to have their gardens. And if your husband has got the green thumb, then you and I can work together. I'll yeah. give you the plants that I think are best for you and your family. And then I'll send you the seeds because I love sharing seeds for anyone that's listening. Um, and, and then just start that garden. And it's like everything in life, just start it and then learn from it every day. There is no such thing as a master gardener. I defy that. I've been gardening my whole life and I will always be a student of my garden. I just love all of that. And, you know, especially just that big piece of take out how medicinal and healing the actual plant and herb is itself, whether you're mm -hmm. inhaling it or drinking it in a tincture or, you know, however you're digesting that herb or supplemental, if you take that mm -hmm. away and just that piece of going outside and putting your feet in the soil and touching that plant and just getting mm. the relief in your system and how healing just that alone is, That's is right. just such a piece that is lost in our 
culture, obviously, because Absolutely. most of us aren't super, you know, I did grow up in a little mountain town. So I got super fortunate to grow up outdoors. And I lived in the mountain for a long time. And it was my backyard and I love it. And it's mm -hmm. still somewhere that is, you know, my happy place. And we recently moved back a couple of years ago and something that I didn't really realize I missed, you know, coming home, I always was like, oh, I love the fresh air. I miss it up here. I miss being able to go hiking whenever I want and all of that. But just like being able to actually step outside and not hear the chaos of a city and the smell of all of the pollutants and just actually having that fresh air when we moved back I was like I didn't realize like how much my soul needed this like how mm -hmm. much I missed just feeling and it does you feel more grounded and calm Quite. and it is and that you know obviously you add the vitamin d and the sunshine and there's mm -hmm. so many benefits <laughs> to just you know being in nature and i do love it but then you add in the actual herbal medicinal qualities of these herbs and it's just a powerhouse and i think it's something that is really you know i took it for granted because i did grow up um you know with especially my my dad is a, another huge gardener and green thumb and his mm -hmm. mom my grandma who i mentioned to you when we had our, our talk before she is someone that you know i think i kind of took that herbal um knowledge she had for granted and she's still around so i i'm going to start you know really picking her brain and trying yes to you should sure i'm lear learning straight from her because mm. i do think that's such a special thing and you know mm -hmm. I like things that I like last Christmas I got a jar of calendula cream and mm -hmm. um, she gives us that pretty regularly and you know it was always just like oh there's grandma giving us that cream again. <laughs> like cool <laughs> but now you know like being I have kids and you know actually getting yeah. this cream and being like oh cool like now I can put this on like whenever my kids have little bumps or rashes or when I you know That's little right. things started to pop up where I was like oh yeah that cream that my grandma made me is actually That's there right. for a reason and it's going to be <laughs> helpful but yeah. you know even just she always would you know when we were sick she would have osha root that we would she would mm. um, make teas out of and we would drink and so i'm a big fan even i don't have the um because again like right like convenience we're a culture of convenience which is kind we of are. you know led to a lot of issues in our health and wellness and also i think yeah. and you can correct me if i'm wrong part of why you created her vital way right Right? so that it was yes. more convenient for those of us who can't really our herb garden and exactly. or don't you know kind of maybe that's not something that is soothing to us you know working in in the garden and because I yeah. am also a big proponent of finding what is you know healing for you and it's that's not right. always there for everybody at least to you know some extent and okay. you know so I've gone to more of like tinctures of OSHA and things like that yeah. but I just think it is such a piece of our um internal balance of our system and how we can treat that mm. illness or prevent you know i'm huge on prevention at least with yeah. that you know whole body having my nutrition background and um, my physical therapy and pelvic floor background i really believe in the ability to prevent any issues because our body is built up to heal and restore Absolutely. itself. And um, there is a lot of controversy about the word balance and trying to find mm. balance and does that actually exist? And, you know, and when in naming my practice and my podcast, I went back and forth because I agree 
and disagree with both sides. You know, I think that balance <laughs> really is. Um, ultimately, I think it is, you know, attainable in the sense that we want to aim for a balance. Yes. You want to strive things. for a balance you at all times. strive for a balance. Yes. But yes. the reality of life is it ebbs and flows. And that's where the imbalance lies. And that's part of the balance as a whole, you know, looking yeah. back and, and stepping away and seeing the, the highs and the lows. And that's, you know, yes, we're trying to, especially in the body, maintain a sense of homeostasis and balance because okay. that's where our body does do its best work and it's healing and it's rebuilding. And when we're seeing dysfunctions and issues like so commonly that we're seeing now and like your poor friend, I'm so sorry, you know, cancer, it's something that is running rampant through so much mm -hmm. of our um, culture. And it's one of those things that, you know, you get told those first line of defenses, chemo, radiation, um, all of these things that are just come with so many side effects. And, you know, even aside from cancer, heart disease, lung issues, mm. gut issues, right? Like we're going to dive into stress because that's oh, a huge yeah. one. And we are it's in massive. the stress series here in the Balance Mom yeah. podcast. So we had to have you on because I know <laughs> I personally have been oh. taking some of your herbs that you sent over to me and a lot of them do, which I'll let you kind of elaborate on as we get more into the stress side of things, yeah. um, help with stress and just your body's ability to adapt to that. And mm. it has been um, really neat to take these herbs and just be kind of aware and notice how that difference is because it's subtle, right? A lot of herbs and especially like supplements, it works a lot behind the scenes. You know, you, mm. you're not really seeing a lot of the work that it's doing. And so it can be hard, especially when people start taking things to really, you know, like, is this helping? Because some of them take time, right? Like there's okay. some some too, especially like adaptogens, that body. Right? yeah the yeah. adaptogens and and so it can take some time but i know you also had mentioned too there's some that you can kind of notice pretty quickly oh yeah oh um, yeah and so my garden I is my garden is full like, of those <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and I think that well, that's so neat like getting to know it like getting to know how something is affecting your body and i know that you're big on that piece of just like the the awareness and learning your body and what it's telling you and trying yes. to listen to your body. And that's Absolutely. something that I am a big advocate of with my patients, because I find that a lot of times when we're dealing with things like pelvic pain, or, you know, dyspronia or pain with intercourse and these conditions mm. that can be really take, you know, takes the quality out of your life, especially when there's things like shame and guilt tied to yeah. um, those types of conditions. And um, so a lot of that can be so frustrating and these women are coming oh, yeah. in you know with just finally unloading and they've been holding it on for years and years and years and years oh, yeah. and so it you know part of this journey is getting that that person to just reconnect because that pain or the trauma mm. and the shame and the stories that we're telling ourselves or that we've been told from our culture and society and upbringing is just really mm. leading us to feel either shame or guilt or maybe we've even had a condition or a disorder where now we feel like we can't trust our body and sure. you know maybe you've had a miscarriage or these things that were just like or you've having you know difficulty conceiving or things where we're just starting to not trust our body and almost not you trust. know and just really disconnect. And I just find that that is one of the biggest struggles I get with women um, mm. in, in that 
um, healing is just reconnecting and trying to listen and learn your body mm. and what it's trying to tell you and trying Absolutely. to rebuild that trust with your body. Um, and so specifically with herbs, I'm curious, like, I know you have a few um, just kind of giving people like if they were wanting to try and start taking some of your herbs, what should they expect, sure. like in terms of how they should show up for them and just kind of getting to know that relationship? Yeah, um, so much good stuff there. Um, I So first of all, I would just like to go back and just touch on this idea of listening to the body. Um, mm -hmm. It's something I've been talking about for a long time and I really made it like the hallmark of my brand is just really getting people to listen to their body, to trust mm -hmm. in that, create um, a relationship, a very strong relationship with yourself. And uh, so often uh, the journey of, for women um, from a very young age, we are taught to not listen to ourselves, you know, whether it's, you know, oh, you're so emotional or, oh, it's this, or, um, you know, a young woman, um, here's a classic example. I can remember when I was younger walking into, I had a lot of friends that were guys when I was a teenager, you know, um, I just enjoyed the physical freedom of being able to play sports with guys and I liked the humor. And um, I grew up of a family that was all women. And so I just, I think I just enjoyed the camaraderie of, of young men as friends. And mm -hmm. I walked into a friend's bedroom and we were very young teenagers. Um, we went in to get a ball and I saw a stack of, um, like adult magazines, sexual magazines. And I was so shocked. And I was like, whoa, what is that? And he's like, well, you know, my grandpa got me a subscription. Um, and I'm like, wow. And it's just out there, you know, like in your room for your whole family to see. Wow. You know, and mm -hmm. years later at the time, I didn't think about it. But years later, I was like, wow, do people ever do that for girls? right? Like, do people mm -hmm. ever say, hey, you're going to, your body's changing and you're going to feel things and it's okay to explore your body. It's actually mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. There's nothing shameful about it. And, you know, you really should know your body better than anyone. So don't just wait for a partner to know your body. Like you mm -hmm. should know your body and then you should tell your partner about it. Like, is anyone doing that for young women? Um, I remember going through a stage where I just thought the the our society is so focused on men and pleasing men and men can be themselves but what about women and i think mm -hmm. there's a lot of women that just don't even really know who they are whether they've listened to a parent most of their life or a spouse or teachers or doctors you know find your voice and the way to do that is to get very quiet at first because of course then you're going to get really loud but <laughs> get very quiet and know thyself to thine own self be true, as Shakespeare says. Know thyself, know thyself so well. When your body tells you something, when something doesn't feel good, stop it, stop doing it. And say, oh, that that's that, mm -hmm. ooh, that's a little uncomfortable. I, I don't wanna do that. Um, when you're feeling irritation, don't just ignore it, don't just quiet it. Um, one of the problems I have as a practitioner is, you know, so many people are just focusing on the symptom. And I know you get this too, Desiree. They're just focusing on the symptom and I just want the symptom to go away, but they're not willing to look at what is causing the symptom. What is the root cause? And when you get to yes. the root cause, then you don't deal with symptoms anymore. Um, <laughs> it's, such, it's so crazy that, it's, that yep. it can be that simple, but it, it really is. 
Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.